and welcome to the weekly walkthrough H-Town coming to you from the hub of the community, Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan. Hi, Rusty. How are you? Good. You know why? Why? Because I got this hookup on a bracket. And I, I, it's just me. I'm the only just, cool. You're the I'm only, the cool, only one? cool one in it. My bracket is hot garbage, a steaming pile of hot garbage, and I'm okay with that. Well, I've had a lot of fun as a participant in the invitation exclusive only bracket that you are hosting. So well, thanks. Been, absolutely, thanks it's not really exclusive. Me. It's whoever oh, it wants to get in. Yeah. So you, you getting in was awesome. Oh, it's whoever wants. It's whoever wants to get in gets in. But now I thought I was so special that I really was. <laughs> All right. Next year, I have a strategy. We're going to go global on your bracket. Global? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whatever. We can do that. Okay. We, can, we can do that. We've got a busy, busy day today. We Janelle Hahn is in to regale us about Women's Civic Club and all the opportunities which it presents. And third time is a charm, right? Yes. For Dr. Joel Garber, he's mm-hmm. going to serenade us as his Central Kansas Master Chorale right. as its final concert of the season. Nathan Garber is also here accompanying the good doctor to talk about being part of the chorale. I'm looking forward to it. And how you get hijacked as a family member into the chorale. Well, the Garbers singing comes so naturally for them does. that very, it would really just does. be like people complaining like you would never complain about cooking because it comes naturally to you. I, so I the garbers if, oh, probably I can would complain. Know. I can complain about cooking, not a problem. You know, me too. I can, but I won't. Okay, maybe so. we'll have a complaint show. That would be a long after podcast. We, after we have a show about Urban Dictionary, after we yes. have a show about <laughs> Susan is a mental major health. contributor to Urban Dictionary. I did not know that. I only have nine or ten entries. I don't know what qualifies as major. I I would call that. A major contribution. I call it troubling, but can we take a quick room survey? Is that a major contribution? I bet a lot of people don't even know what Urban Dictionary is, so I don't want to steer people there. Yeah, because there are some things on there that aren't appropriate. For no, th- that's right for a podcast. Are there any that are? No, there's all not. my entries are okay. Can you give us one? Mm-hmm. Third place trophy wife. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. And what was the definition you wrote for this? I don't have it in front of me, but I might be able to get it by the end. But, like, you know, when a guy leaves his great wife because he thinks he can do better and better and better, but usually third when you do that, you're, you're not getting a trophy wife, you're getting a third that place is trophy awesome. wife. Awesome. That is so awesome. <laughs> Sorry. That is going into my vernacular right now. I cannot wait. Come on, you ca- no cap. You can't use that. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving okay, applause. Enough. Yes. Well, I want to focus on things okay, that people don't Janelle. care about yes. me. <laughs> Hi, Janelle. Hi. We're Sorry, so I'm glad to stop looking up Urban Dictionary okay. on my phone okay. now. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you for coming in, and thank you for talking about Women's Civic Club. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, Janelle, I definitely am very grateful that the Women's Civic Club is reviving. And, um, you know, when we look back about organizations that were um, established specifically with females in mind. I think that it's very likely that the Heston Women's Civic Club was inspired by an initiative that came about in the 1890s, somewhere around there, called the Women's Federated Clubs. And I would just wonder if you have some insights on how important roots like that are um, for the club. Uh, well, I don't know about the whole club, but for me personally, um, I just I continue to be awed and humbled the more that I learn about the legacy and the history of this club. Um, 
I, I just hope I can honor the hard work of all the all the many women who have come before us. Mm-hmm. Um, Thelma Henshaw did create the Heston Women's Civic Club back in 1937, and it was part of the Federated Clubs movement. They actually did officially become a Federated Club for oh, a while. Okay. Um, she had said that she sensed that her friends would like to do something worthwhile and thought that this might be a way to do that. And I recently learned that the Federated Movement's roots can be traced back to a professional journalist named Jane Cunningham Crowley, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, who was denied entry to a dinner at an all-male press club. And so in response, she just went ahead and formed her own all-women's club. Way to go. Good move. Power move. There you go. Right there. I like it. All right. Um, so the, the federated clubs originally featured discussions of current literature and culture and civic events, and then they broadened to include support of public schools, local parks, sanitation, prostitution, and protection of children. Okay. Um, and, you know, I really think those are still the, the same sorts of things that our communities can, can benefit from now, you know. Um, when I look through the, the club's history, it, it seems like the, the two questions that the Civic Club has really always sought to answer were things like, how can we enhance our own lives and improve ourselves? Mm-hmm. And then how can we enhance and improve our community? So we'll yeah. just keep trying to answer those questions. and Service I, and, and um, self-reflection are yeah. important. Yeah, and it's interesting that um, the example that you gave of this woman that she used um, her maiden name along with her married name. I'm assuming that's what what it was, but that's kind of, an, uh, I guess, a marker for me thinking about that was visionary and progressive. Yeah. So when you think about the direction that you guys are um, gals, I should say gals, you ladies are hoping that the Civic Club goes, where do you see some of that um, evolving to right now? Right, um, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure uh, where it's going to go because it, it's an ever-evolving sort of thing. Kind of a build-the-plane-as-you-fly-it kind of deal? Basically, okay. yes. I, like um, I think the, f- the first step to me and what I saw as one of the most important things coming out of the pandemic um, and the isolation that went with that and also, as we were talking about mental health, um, the, the statistics that our country has seen over the past even decades before the pandemic are just not great. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that just opportunities to connect mm-hmm. with other people in our community, for us specifically as a women's civic club, opportunities for other women to connect with each other, and even outside of the normal demographic groups that we break ourselves into, um, which there are so many different demographic groups, age, um, income, career, income, mm-hmm. sure. ethnicity, there, there's just so many. Right. And, and I think it's... It's important for us to be able to form connections across all of those and and just really have a place to come together. And so I think that was, for me, the first step and the first priority. And now we're really starting to dive into some of those discussions of, okay, so now that we're together here and we have this this forum that we can we can talk, what do we do next? What do we do from here? What projects are people passionate about? Mm-hmm. Passionate about? Yeah. So building some foundation. And building bridges. You're building, doing yeah, fa- foundation work and building these bridges to right. bridge those gaps and those mm-hmm. socio, those economic, and all those other gaps. And I think that's a wonderful thing that you guys are able to do 
on on this level. Yeah. So historically, I know there have been a lot of variety of activities. So maybe just give us a, f a few highlights. There have, and I don't. I'm I'm not even quite sure how to break all that down. Um, there's been some smaller things like you know working on flower beds at a park or mm -hmm. having a bake sale or doing some sewing projects, some craft things. Um, I would say arguably the largest project that they did was to start the Heston Public Library back in 1938 and then ran it for like the next 20 or 30 years. So uh, that, that to me is huge. I look the, around the, yeah. every day at the library. And so to me, just the fact that that this group of women is what began this mm -hmm. um, is is just yeah. awe-inspiring to me. And well, we, and we have such a phenomenal library. We do. I mean, to, <laughs> yeah. to see the evolution of that over that, and now where we are now, and understand this is a major project. The the ceiling is pretty high for you guys then to sure. to come up with something else. Too, I, right? I don't know that we're going to try to top right. that but, but, um, this year. Right, I understand um, that. Yeah. But, well, but yeah, I know, you know, there are a few projects that um, during my time in Civic Club, one was starting the luminary walk at the Arboretum. And I remember that Jen, um, Jennifer Friesen Lefevre was in Civic Club then. And she just said, what if, like, maybe we could do this thing with jars with candles in them and put them out at the Arboretum. And it was really just a casual discussion. And then all of a sudden um, it was happening and then it, it has blown up, which we're very thrilled. Oh, What a big deal that is. And. Um, I know one year there was an, a cookbook initiative and we had a big meal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so what's on the docket like right now coming up even tonight? Um, so tonight, actually, uh, we are going to have Tish from the Women of Steel group Very at the cool. Union over at Agco. Um, and she's going to be coming to explain who that group is. And I'm really excited because I had never even heard of this group until recently. So um, learning things already. Um, and then next month, uh, at our April 18, uh, meeting, one of the things we're doing, uh, the rec, uh, reached out to us. And so we're going to be helping with the, um, uh, helping put the Emma Creek packets together for the runners. Great. Um, so that's important. Yeah. It, it is. Seven, it seven, is. seven, eight hundred packets yeah. a, that have like 29 things in them. Yeah, yeah I remember. Okay. It's well, a billion. I remember helping with that once uh, right before the pandemic and right before the Civic Club shut down. And yeah, it's it's a pretty major uh, setup that they have there. Yeah. And you guys are meeting line. once a month, right? We are meeting once a month okay. uh, during the school year. Um, so we have tonight and the April 18th, and I do not have the date in ahead of me or in front of me right now. But it's we meet Thursday, third Tuesdays at 7 p.m. right here at the library because the library has never forgotten its roots, right? And is happy to provide space for the club to meet. Yeah, that's Great. wonderful. Well, what else do you want to share? Any other little tidbits? I'd probably. You could probably talk a long time. But. I, I probably could. I have a lot of notes um, <laughs> if, if we want to, to go there, but I don't think I want to bore everyone with lists and lists of teeny tiny projects and larger projects that the club has done over uh, the years. I, I have a quick question. So right now, I mean, you're still obviously accepting people to come in. Are, Absolutely. I mean, it's a free deal, membership, no dues, anything. Come on and be part of the club. Consider this to be your official invitation. If Perfect. you are listening, we actually made sure that uh, unlike the uh, – 
all-male press club that was excluding people, there is not even a rule that says that men cannot come and join the Heston Women's Civic Club. Um, so, yeah, come on and join us. Uh, there are some dues, but they're prorated and really low, and then we, we can use that money um, kind of to start the club up. And right. then um, one of the things that I've, I've seen over the years is that there's been a lot of donations from the Civic Club to a lot of worthwhile organizations. Good. So Good. We're, we're excited to get some money going and, mm-hmm. and be able to start doing that. But Health yeah. Benefit H-Town. And, That's right. H-Town is a happen and joint. We've talked about this over and All over. All the time. That's yes. kind of our little um, tagline. But yeah. it is very important that this organization kind of has a second chance at things, Janelle. And I'm just so grateful that you and a number of other gals had the vision to, um, and the energy and yeah. the commitment. <laughs> and a little bit it. of time. Yeah, no. it, it's important. And we look forward to connecting and hearing again about what's happening and I just want to thank you sure. so much yeah. for so supporting that. If you want more information, uh, you can email us at hestonwomenscivicclub.com or at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook or just stop cool. by the library and talk to Jackie and I. That I love it. Perfect. I love it. I like hearing stuff like this because I think as a kind of a kind of a people watcher now and then, and I like seeing the diversities and different minds come together and see outside perspectives come to okay we've got this idea oh mm-hmm. well i can take this and come from this angle that you didn't see and and the things just explode and they take the life of their own i think that's a wonderful wonderful thing yeah, yeah. and it kind of loops back to the book that jackie mentioned last week yeah. about people seeking connectedness and and how that has declined over the years you know it used to be everybody was in a bowling league and then through three or four civic organizations but they didn't spend any time at home with their kids and then pendulum overcorrected maybe the other way but it's okay to take an evening every once in a while leave your house connect with other like-minded or maybe people that don't yeah, see the world the way you do, but yeah and just all for the same purpose is you know helping the town and learning about yourself i yeah. like that part yeah. a lot well janelle thank you so much feel free to stay or go home and well, get ready for your evening we appear to be a little short on chairs around here so i might just turn mine over to someone else <laughs> Okay, good. He thanks. projects. You don't really have to. His voice is loud. That's probably true. But thank you. <laughs> thank yeah, you really so much. Thank you for having great. me. Absolutely. Yeah. So hope, women, hope to see you guys tonight. And that's tonight. So come tonight. out, Women's Civic Club tonight. Yep. All right, cool. Some other friends here. Yeah, we're going to talk. So the final concert of the season from our third time is a charm guest, Dr. Joel Garber. But we have we have an issue before. we got to deal with something first. Yeah, you and me. Fishing. We do because and and it's not it's not us, Joel. We fished. It's not us. It's not us. But before we started recording, someone at this table, someone at this table, was kind of whining that she hoped that she could go fishing at some point. And I thought, well, if we only knew someone that had a boat, who could take her fishing at some point. And I was thinking maybe we should take Susan fishing. But I set all these parameters. Like I okay, only, we're throwing the parameters out. I feel like we. It's unfair to not say that I said I would probably be done after forty-five minutes. I wanted to be able to get back to shore to a clean bathroom that's not a long drop that it has running water. Um, I would like to be able to access beef pretty quickly. Okay, that was a new one. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about that. Sounds I told like you I'm not a, a fish eater. Caveats and addendums for this. It, it does, yeah. but I think we're going to throw some of those out. Okay, well, maybe maybe we'll 
Do you do you insist on all thing all these things when you go to an amusement park? Ooh. <laughs> I don't. You know where I spend most of my time is museums, concerts, and ball games. I'm not big into. I mean, we might go to Dollywood, but um, I'm not really super big into roller coasters. Me either. So, so you ask the museum curator where the beef is. I like it. I always order beef if I eat at a place like that. I, okay. I, okay. It R- seems to me that if you want to go with the guy that is rusty, you do it his way. But uh, but we can make some we can make some addendums. I have I it's have just, plans. Yes. My, I got my wheels starting to get tense in here. My wheels she are can turning. wear a life vest. No, but my <laughs> wheels are turning. My wheels are turning. We've got this. I have I have a plan. I we can do a, a live. Live podcast? Over? No, we're not doing a live podcast uh, from the boat. I can guarantee that is not something we have time. Well, you with. guys take all these risks, like people you were thrown off and hit by golf balls or something, some s- extreme no, story. No, I caught a rock. That's oh. all that happened. Okay. I'd really much rather hear about music right now. Well, we'll get to that, but I've ha- I have a plan. I have just be known that I have a plan to take get okay. Susan on the boat. Right, She's going fishing with us. Get She's some more fishing. life insurance. She's getting, or maybe so Mike set this all up to try to get rid of me. <laughs> we I are thought, safe. Okay. We are very safe. In fact, we were told by the game warden we're boring. So yes, we are very very safe. And I think he, that's a, he doesn't check us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Oh, it's rusty. Yeah. Hey. Oh, it's you guys. Yeah, come on. I'll um, be up in my truck. I've seen okay, you enough. Okay. So, yeah. Enough about that. All right, Joel, let's talk the third concert in this season. It is the Requiem for the, Le- Le- the Living. Ugh, that's a tough word to say. Yep. This uh, is a contemporary work written actually within the last 10 years okay. uh, by a composer our age by the name of Dan Forrest. Uh, born in 78, I believe, and uh, he wrote this work. Of course, the Requiem itself, Requiem Mass, is the Mass for the Dead from the, the Latin Catholic Mass, and he talks a lot about how the Requiem is really geared toward both the living and the dead. Mm-hmm. You know, grant them rest, grant us rest, grant them peace, grant us peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the chorale is dedicating this concert on Sunday to... Victims and survivors of COVID-19. Um, audience members are going to be invited to take a ribbon at the door and write a name on it and pin that to the cross that's in the middle of the sanctuary at Trinity Lutheran Church okay. in McPherson. And then we will have a moment of silence in the middle of the requiem for all of the names. Uh, but yeah, we are seven and a half hours in. With rehearsal, seven and a half hours of rehearsal down on this marathon over the weekend, this last weekend, and we're recuperating today with so a, another my, rehearsal tonight. Um, and I'm feeling really good about where things are. Good. And, and uh, one thing that's special about this is we've got about uh, a nine-piece chamber orchestra that are going to be playing oh, with cool. us. Mm, that's um, awesome. Flute, oboe, horn, harp. Violin one, uh, cello, and organ, and uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And Nathan's here. Nathan is Joel's nephew. Correct. Not by choice. No. (laughs) (laughs) Or by choice, either way. Um, But Nathan, you are a member of the chorale. That's correct. and what did he force you to do that, or did you do? No, I know you did this willingly. I know, well, yeah, I, know, yeah. I know the Garber blood runs musically. So, what do you think has been the biggest benefit for you to be part of this this collection of inspired vocalists? Right. So, 
Um, one really interesting kind of cool thing for me was when we first started this, I got to see a whole like different side of Joel, uh-huh. I guess. Because before I'd seen like the I'd seen like the relaxed, you know, like having fun Joel. Right. And while right. he does have fun, like while he's like doing these rehearsals and stuff, it was just entering interesting to see him kind of in his element. Become Dr. Garber? Correct, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I had never really seen him in that right, sort of yeah. space before. I mean, I've heard, I mean, because I know that he's done like, I mean, he's taught at OPSU for a long time, mm-hmm. and then he went to um, Oklahoma to get his doctorate, and yeah. then, you know, it's it's been a, it's been a fun time Good. With, with him. Good. Well, what's your view? I mean, seven and a half hours in of these, these rehearsals, uh, Forty, still forty people. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I mean, now, did you have a rigorous audition? Uh, well, we haven't really started um, auditions yet. That's okay. kind of been like okay. a. It's kind of been like a by invitation. Um, I've gotten a lot of questions from choir members about what's the magic number. Yeah, what is the magic? What's number? What's the magic number? And right around forty is where I am. I'm a strong believer that. You need just a few less sopranos and tenors than you do altos and basses, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm really sort of shooting for 44, you know, okay. uh, 10, 12, 10, 12, SATB, um, and we're almost there. But as we approach that number, um, as spots sort of open up, then we'll start a transition into auditions to for those spots. Well, but, I figured uh, you might have made your own nephew to go through the rigors of you know being being the chosen that you could do that on his make him do the trials of the Hercules or whatever. So, yeah. No? Okay. Just nah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if I remember correctly, he kind of had me, I mean, we were at over at our at my grandparents one mm-hmm. one day and he was helping me sing through something and he was like, "All right, that's your audition. Okay. Good job." Yeah. And I, I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, probably hard to say no to Dr. Garber. I mean, he is a doctor. Right. I mean, it's, you know. It's probably less hard to say no to Dr. Garber than this to say no to Susan because no one can say no to Susan. It's true, Susan. We know this. It's true. It's true. We everybody knows you cannot say no to Slam Doctor right here. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But you know, for you and being graduated from Bethel and now you're into the somewhat adulthood, is this a way to really stay connected with the music, even though you guys have a, such a musical background? Yeah. Um, I really look forward to these uh, marathons, as Joel calls them. Um, um, I, I really do enjoy singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot, like th- that. A lot of time, that's how I like express my faith. I guess is okay. through like singing and stuff. And so, um, that's a really good way to stay connected. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a really good way to stay connected musically. And absolutely, it, yeah. I mean, you you know, we talked about this about you guys bringing the special talents and the gifts that it's the community the continual dedication to honing your craft and, and working hard at this even after you, you, the educational process is over mm-hmm. and it's more of a let's continue this in a different way right and you know the best thing about a community ensemble like this right what's that I don't have to answer to a dean right. or an administration right. saying hey uh, I'm not sure I like this piece or it doesn't fit with mm-hmm. us we're in it for the art right absolutely and it makes a lot of sense it's, it's your baby it's your it's your vision, and we're gla- we're grateful that you have this vision. I mean, it's a different outlet for creativity. And I definitely believe that singing is for life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these students, like Nathan, um, graduate from Bethel or Friends University or Heston College. And, and when they're done, they go out into the workforce and they have memories of their college choir being sort of the best choir that they were ever in, right. and, and they might sing at church, and, and that's pretty much the extent of it, and there needs to be more. Right. right. I, I, it occurs to me that in some ways singing might be equated to some of the sports that we say, well, that's a lifelong sport. Absolutely. You know, golf, tennis, um, some of those, and, and singing. I do sometimes wonder, like for those who were involved vocally in high school and college, once that ends, where do they find a place other than in their car or on Sunday morning? And so to think about this being accessible to people is is really huge. I realize that it is a select group, but f- for those people, I mean, I guess in five years, if everybody's like, I want to be in some kind of choir, then we'll just start a whole bunch more yeah. choirs for people, right? I mean, that's not probably what your goal would be but <laughs> there's plenty of opportunities yeah um newton crowd just did a concert about three weeks ago um and they're definitely open to all kinds of new members central kansas master crowd is open to new members as mm-hmm. well it's just a little bit more selective right um and of course those that want to drive 40 minutes to the north there's room in Lindsburg. I mean, uh-huh. they have a huge tradition at or this time of year mm-hmm. for Holy Week. They're sure. they're doing the Messiah and uh, the St. Matthew Passion. And the Reno County Choral Society in Hutchison just finished their Messiah performance this last weekend. So I didn't know any of this. This is helpful yeah, to see all that. Not that I'm going to go and see. And I just had a brain flash about we're talking about the arts and everything. I can't wait to see someone with a drama background start the Heston Community Theater. So we'll, that would be awesome. There we go. How about we get someone to do that? Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll have all kinds of culture. Sure. And I then like we it. could have live comedy. We have live comedy. Uh, this is recorded comedy. But the, yes, no, <laughs> live comedy. Live stand-up. Live yeah, stand-up. I like that'd it. Be, yeah. That'd be fun. Hey, like, this is kind of a rabbit trail, but at what age do you know if somebody's going to be gifted or even just capable vocally? Ooh, the good doctor. Did, did you know that there's only about 10% of the people that think they're tone deaf are actually tone deaf? Okay. So um, it's all about muscle training and ears, learning to match pitches and mm-hmm. and sing diatonically, which means through a scale. And um, you usually have a pretty good idea by the time they're, I would say, three, three or four. Mm. So if at age X, they're still working on that, as long as they're not tone deaf, they can get there. Absolutely. Just need lots of instruction. And, okay, so on, on the other end, someone told me one time that a female voice kind of is at its best in the 30s. Is that a true statement? I would actually say that's probably both for both. Okay, for male and thirties are end end of twenties and thirties. Okay, that seems to be the. Uh, I'm on the downward swing then. The best point for voices to do mm-hmm. as much as they can if they want to do opera and stuff sure. like that. Interesting. What about car singing? When when's the best for being <laughs> able to sing in your car, or boat singing when you're cranking up the tunes when the fish aren't biting? Did you know that Rusty has a jig? 
Speaking of music, he's got a jig that he uses for fishing. A jig or a jake? No, a jig. A jig, like as in a dance? As in a dance. I'm not getting or, on a boat with somebody or that's a dancing. I'm sorry. That that seems like capsized. He's giving you the death eyes right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Please. No, no, it's not it's not the same. Not not coming from you. You gotta do it. Wishy do wishy, mean- fishy fishy, come and bite my hook. <laughs> Oh, that's the jig? Yep. Uh, I would call that more like a limerick. It's a chant. It's a chant. chant. It's a chant. A jig. It works. A jig, it really, is, it really a jig works. is a dance, isn't it? It's also a lure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. You learn things about people who want to learn that I have a chant, and it works. Scientists, it science. It's science. It's scientific. It proven, proven. It works. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It works. The rock is just proof that it works. All right. I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> never going to live that down. So this concert yes. coming up <laughs> quickly, looping back around. And that is Sunday night, correct? It is Sunday, Sunday afternoon. afternoon. Excuse me, Sunday afternoon. At 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. Um, and this one is at Trinity Lutheran Church in McPherson, mm-hmm. right on uh, on Main Street or just off Main Street there. Beautiful church. They renovated the sanctuary about three years ago during COVID. Uh, stone floor. It's really a wonderful place to uh, sing and and be in for uh, worship, and they've got a new re- newly renovated organ uh, that we'll be using for the concert as well. Okay, so here's my question that you didn't know I was going to ask, but where in Central Kansas is your favorite place to sing? Careful now. No, you can be honest. I mean, uh, weigh the acoustics, weigh everything. Where's your favorite place to sing? Honestly, the community center has to Mennonite church. Really? Oh. Yes. Whew. Good answer. The Good. sanctuary is nice. It's a little big, mm-hmm. so it does eat sound. Uh, and the the community center, which is the old old sanctuary, yes, it is, um, is a very forgiving space. That's actually where we do most of our rehearsals in okay. there. Um, I'm I'm quite picky with where we rehearse because I want to have a grand piano and it needs to be in tune. And so imagine that I just have to say the choir absolutely just appreciates everything that Heston and I does for us, letting us uh, use their space for rehearsals. Nathan, what, what brings you the most joy about this? About the the corral? Being being part of the master corral and, and everything that you guys do. I mean, I really enjoy all of the, um, the the pieces that Joel chooses and like I said seeing him like in this space mm-hmm. but one thing I really enjoy is um, when he talks about like the history and like the background of the pieces that we're singing mm-hmm. um, it's just really nice to know like the context that these pieces were created in and he also does this like during the concert too which I think is really interesting because it's not something that you see very often. Right. And I think, like, as an audience member, it's really helpful to, like, have that to think about, like, what's going on in the world, what's what's going on, like, in the place that this that this music was created. Um, I think that's just really helpful to, like, connect to the mm-hmm. pieces that you're hearing. And it goes a long way to um, help, you know, teach people about, like, the whole uh, musical uh, canon 
as um, absolutely and, and you know you're you're bridging those gaps again we've talked it's kind of a theme with us and this is bridging those gaps and, and making it accessible and giving that background and, and you as a audience member go oh i didn't know that mm-hmm. and you really start to i think even resonate more with the music right. as you go on and admission free but you free will admission. accept donations yep. there will be an, uh, an ask for donations at okay. the end yep all right I regret to say that I will not be able to be there due to an out-of-town commitment, but um, I did enjoy the Christmas. Are you are you fishing? Is that where you're going? I am not <laughs> fishing. Golly, how quickly this nice person has been corrupted by you two senior members. I don't understand why you think we corrupted him. I think he was he corrupted. He seems like on. a very kind soul. Well, he has you fooled. Do you so. work in the music industry? No, I, I work over at uh, Stanley Black & Decker. Nice. So. Well, that's a great place. So we'll have J- you come back and tell us about life there one of these days. Joel, as you know, you're wrapping up the season. When do you start looking ahead to next year and picking pieces? Is that an ongoing thing all summer long then? Well, uh, I'm never not planning concerts. Okay. Um, next season is going to be quite similar to this one. We are planning a hymn fest uh, in the fall. And there will be something around Christmas. And then this time of year, just before Palm Sunday, seems to be a good time to do a concert. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm planning. there. I've got uh, quite a few different Spotify lists of, of pieces that I had picked out. Um, I don't want to spoil too many. Right, but, right. Uh, Keep them under your hat. That's just, good. Just think about uh, Love, War, the Spirit, and the Sea Shanty. Okay. That's uh, one of the concerts okay. that I've been working on. Um, and we're actually adding, we're going to be adding a fourth concert next season. At the end of the year, we're going to be doing a dinner gala. That's, oh, that's going to be doing, cool. uh, it's going to be a, uh, a fundraising event to fuel the, the following idea. year. I like so. it. That's a great idea. And I bet you know a cook. Buses. I feel like a bus. I feel like a bus has gone right up over me. But no. Thank you, Susan. I actually hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I'm gonna get both of you. That's okay. No. Uh, Joel, Nathan, is there anything you guys would like to add before you guys, you know, get back to marathon rehearsals in, in preparation for Sunday? Well, it has been a treat. Go ahead, Joel. No, and I, I would just say they're they're going to be roughly 250 seats at Trinity. Uh, we expect them to be full. I'd okay. love them, love for it to be full. And and unfortunately, because this is a fairly new work, uh, it is copyrighted, and we are unable to live stream it this round. I was going so to ask, when, when are you going to do some some live streaming of this too? Yeah, everything so far has been live streamed, okay. but this one is is right. against the contract. That I understand. It will be worth the gas money. It will be worth the gas money. You heard it here first. It'll be worth the gas money. All right, guys. Thank you so yes, much for stopping for by. Being here. It's been Good such a treat you. to see your baby, essentially Joel, evolve and grow. And what is going on is amazing. You're doing great work here, Doctor Garber, and and along with your minions in your choir, Nathan. So yeah, great job, guys. My arms don't make any sound. It's them making the sound. Yeah, but okay. That's, he's he's being modest. He was being modest. He, he makes you make the sound. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Guys, thanks so much for coming yeah, in. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. And we're going to get Susan on a boat here sometime in the spring. Oh, boy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's okay. game on. So we'll have a podcast about the results of the fishing trip. <laughs> and we'll take Good. Molly with us.
Molly Simmering. Okay. Yeah. She seems like a person that would care if I fell over the she side. Loves she loves to fish. I did know that about Molly. She would probably say, let's get her some help. We can do, we got, Susan, you're in good hands. I okay. promise you're Sounds in good, good. hands. All right. Well, what else is going on All right, guys. Well, Jackie's going to be coming here in just a second. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in. Um, Spring sports preview tonight. There's a hot dog or brat meal for 6 bucks in the parking lot by the tennis court and baseball field starting at 530. Okay. From then, it's the intros of the teams to follow. There's some tennis showcase action going to happen. Nice. A home run derby for the softball team and oh, three man. innings for the Swather baseball. Three innings of baseball scrimmage for the Swather baseball team. All that's this evening. That's tonight. Okay. So it's kind of like the spring sports meet yes, the Swathers. Yes, like the meet the Swathers only spring sports. All right. Got there's it. also still time to get a ticket to the chamber dinner. Hurry up, though. Tickets are going fast. Call Kim Wallace at 620 327 4102 to reserve yours today. And I talked with Kim on the phone. She said they've sold 124 tickets and they have room for 150. So that's a great event. I um, have attended several times. It's a nice way to connect with people across the community who have maybe, you know, you're busy, they're busy, you're all working all week long, and all of a sudden you'd like to talk to each other about right. what what's going on in your shop Absolutely. or what kinds of things um, are, can we learn from one another. So And a big plug to our friends at the Heston Golf Course. Hey, golfers, there are still spots available in the How Low Can You Go tournament coming up this Saturday. Zach said they're at 70 players. They're trying to get to around 100. It's a great event, $30 for members, 60 for non-members, cash payouts per flight, and an optional $10 egg game and you always get in the egg game i'm the poster child for not getting the egg game but you always get in that because i did not get in the egg game and that cost me like 250 dollars one time oh my one swing goodness. can win you some money and just be in the right place at the right time and jackie's in here to talk hpl hi jackie hello hello i am really excited this week we she have brought in a binder i did okay so we are in i know it's spring break which got everyone thinking about how great summer is going to be so we took spring break and started really diving into summer library program. Okay. I am so excited about this year. The theme is all together now, and we have a really cool lineup that we're looking at in June. And just to give people some previews, we are cooperating with HRCE to have a pool party. We are... You're not taking the books to the pool. I do have some books I believe that are water worthy. That would be kind of cool to take some water worthy books. Do. To, yes, perfect. Do you remember those old inflatable books? When yes. You were like, yes. Okay. <laughs> My goal is to have enough of those to take nice. those to the pool party so that we can throw books in the pool because that there doesn't scratch an itch if That's you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Goodness. My math textbook. My chemistry. Yeah. Um, but so we have all of that going on, and my microphone. There, there we go. There we go. Okay. It's touchy. I see that. There okay, we go. Um, so we've got the pool party, which is awesome. Um, we're going to have pour painting again, which is always a favorite for our patrons. So we're going to have pour painting. That's been popular. I see that on Facebook all the uh -huh. time. It's so It's fun. a thing. And the other thing, that, and this is not all we're doing. These are just previews of what we're doing. Uh, we're having a drive-in movie night. And uh -huh. we are going to have... Here's the fun part. So it's going to actually be in the library because Kansas weather is unpredictable. Truth. So you are, if you'd like to bring a little, these these movies correlate and it brings me joy. Our first movie of the evening is going to be the Disney classic Robin Hood. Nice. 
phenomenal right? movie. One of my it's favorites. A great it is. Movie. And so we're going to let kids get boxes and crayons and they're going to create their own cars that they can sit in. Just like on and, Romper Room. Yes. And have like their little drive in cars and watch a movie on the big screen. And then our double feature is going to be Robin Hood Men in Tights. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Perfect. So we're. It's a Robin Hood theme. It is. It is a Robin Hood theme. Uh, because if you if you remember that movie, it's a bunch of people coming together uh, to make their community better. Yes. <laughs> in, yes. in various and hilarious yes. ways. Yes. So would the Robin Hood, I haven't seen it, would that be appropriate for children? Robin Hood Men in Tights, or do they need to go home to bed? So the uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, I believe, is PG-13, so it's a little bit spicier, mm-hmm. uh, but it will not be showing until 8 o'clock, okay. so that's why we've got the sure. double feature. Perfect. Makes um, sense. We're going to borrow the popcorn machine from our friends over at the hardware store. I like that. Um, Idea, and have too. popcorn and water and a movie night that, again, kiddos can come for the original Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, obviously that's very, very child-friendly. Yes. And then the grown-ups and some of the older kids can stay for Robin Hood Men in Tights because, like I said, it's a little bit spicier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's certainly still family, family appropriate. Okay. What gives you the right to be Robin Hood? Unlike you, I can speak in an English accent. Okay. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw so, that out there. Obviously, yeah. Rusty's seen it and <laughs> memorized yeah. it. Um, So we've got that going on. And then um, one of our final events I'm excited about is going to be, we are going to be working on a community paper quilt. Um, It sounds kind of odd, but it's going to be on display for the month of July. So everyone gets just a plain sheet of eight and a half by 11 paper and all of the art supplies. We're going to open up our crafting closet and everyone gets to make a square. So with your favorite book character, your favorite summer library theme, your favorite thing about Heston, whatever you want your square to be. And then we're actually going to piece this together Mm. um, later on and then have that on display through the month of July so that we can represent the community in a very physical way. Good. Uh, So so Susan will be doing a drawing of the podcast. I'll draw oh, a microphone yes. up Perfect. close. Perfect. I like yes. it. Or a construction paper podcast for the podcast. Okay. Um, yeah. Susan, mm-hmm. you're on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. So the podcast will have its own little square, square I love on the quilt. It. Yeah. Um, so that's what we have coming up. Of course, we're going to have our summer library program tickets. Uh, this year, uh, we're going to start off with everybody gets a water bottle. And every week, you can complete a summer library program ticket. And you will get to choose a brand new sticker for your water bottle, and they're the nice vinyl ones, every single week if you complete a summer library program ticket. So it'll run for six weeks. Um, Our first date, it'll be run May 30th through June 4th, excuse me, so that Memorial Day week. Um, And then our last week will be July 3rd through the 9th. Okay. And we've got programming twice a week on on Tuesdays and Thursdays throughout the month of June. And like I said, that's just a little sneak peek. We've got other amazing things lined up that I'm super excited about. Um, but yeah, so that's what we have going on. Um, Civic and Club here tonight. Civic Club is here this evening. We are talking to Women of Steel, which is... Yes. I'm so excited. I So is Janelle. Janelle's really excited yeah. about this. So this is cool. It'll be it's, good in, information that I bet a lot of people would not have any other way to acquire. So Well, and, and the really cool thing is, again, when we look at how 
how we function as a community and the ways that, especially with Summer Library Program, we can come together. And I think it's really cool how the library can help facilitate yes. all of these different ways to come together and share together. And, and don't be afraid, listeners, our friends who are listening, to go out and tell our city council how much you support the Heston Public Library and, and tell them what the library means to you. Yes, so, the importance so it plays not only in your life, but in the lives of people yes, you care about. by all means. I think our council would love to hear that. I think they'd love to hear feedback from everybody out there telling you what the library means. So go out there and talk to your, they're your neighbors, they're your friends. They're, they'll be happy to hear that. So yeah, absolutely. track them down. We love that. And we're, we're putting information out in our newsletter, how people can contact. It's going to be a very simple click mm -hmm. here to email Mayor Dave Kaufman. Exactly. Um, and then we're, <laughs> we're excited about that. And, you know, we're, we're really grateful for the support that we get from the community. We've got a wonderful community that comes in. I mean, we see over 100 people a day. Yeah. Um, so we're excited about that. And if you have questions or need anything, especially just email us, come in, drop us a note, give us a call. We're more than happy to help serve you. And speaking of serving and clicking and emailing, uh, Summer Library Program registration is live now. Okay. So you Good. can go to our Facebook page, Heston, Li Heston Public Library. Or you can go to our website, hestonpubliclibrary.com, and register your kiddo. We ask that you register one participant at a time. So if you are, you know, Uncle Dave is going to take his nibblings to Summer Library Program, please register Uncle Dave and each nibbling uh, yes, separately. Perfectly. <laughs> so makes it easy to keep track of. It does. And we tracked uh, over 400 summer library program participants last year. That's awesome. So That's great. For, for people wondering, well, what, you know, do libraries, we had someone who came in and said, my son said libraries don't matter anymore. And she looked at him and she said, I saved $3,000 this year using my library. Yeah. And I did three crafts for free. Yeah. Well, so I just borrowed that train and oceans and rails or whatever yes. that game is over the weekend. We played it with some um, college friends. And, and boy, we had to think really hard and study it because it is in-depth. And uh, talk about something that really flexes your brain. That A lot of these interesting and, and popular games right now are not just simple, but the fact that you have to think make them even more exciting. So come in and check out a game. That, Rusty, they have fishing poles. I bet you probably I, also have 5,000 of your own that you could loan. Not 5,000, only 1,000. Okay. But not 5,000. <laughs> I've got a few. I have a few. Well, and we do have fishing poles available. So yes, if, yes. if you are not like Rusty and do not have a stash of yeah. thousands of fishing poles, we check can get out. you... We or can get you hooked up. I love oh, it. Nicely oh, done. And on that Nicely note. done. Nicely done. <laughs> All right. Well, what? anything else going on? Uh, that's what we have. We have our Wednesday Wigglers. Yep. Um, we're Wigglers. always excited about this. This week's theme is unicorns. Uh, we have a lovely woman, Miss Patricia, who will be leading our story time. She is relatively new to the community and wanted to get involved and find a place where she felt like she could contribute and she came here Perfect. and she nice. loves kids and miss That's patricia very great rumor has it she's bringing her own unicorn costume oh, yes all right so i'm really excited so miss patricia will be leading okay. uh, story time it's every wednesday 10 o'clock come and see us this week's theme is unicorns with miss patricia um and, and, and if you ever 
uh, oh, e-library. One other quick thing. So our e-library, if you have, if you're a Libby user, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you like digital. So if you're using the e-library and you run across a book or e-book that we do not have or is not available on Libby, please email hestonpubliclibrary at gmail.com and we can get it for you. It's very much the same as when we interlibrary or order books otherwise. So if we don't have it, that doesn't mean that you're out of luck and you can't get it. So I encourage part of our collection development is to see what our readers want. So if you want it digitally, let us know and we can help facilitate that for you if it exists in a digital format. Perfect. So, yeah, that's what's happening at Heston Public Library. Way to go. Thanks for all that fun wow. and newsy update. We've just – we've covered a lot of ground today. We really have. I've enjoyed it. This has been a uh, lot of fun. It's been really especially good. Since, especially since we're getting Susan to go fishing with us at some point. Well, that's yet to be seen, but I no, do – it will happen. We, I guarantee We you. have so much on upcoming podcasts. I want to just put yeah. a teeny little plug in that we're hoping to hear from the Nationals-bound Heston College Ultimate Frisbee team. Disc golf. Disc golf. Disc golf. Disc golf. Not us. Oh, my frisbee. goodness. Disc golf. That is a very different thing. College Completely. kids will get very confused. Yes. I think I've been calling it the wrong thing to them, and they should have corrected me. No, Thank disc you. golf, yes. Disc golf. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. They're going to be on next week. Yes. We're going to have somebody uh, from the Kansas Mennonite Relief Sale early April. There's just a lot of fun stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah, so we do. Stay I think, tuned. I think we're going to hear from some of the Heston High School golfers or Grady Pauls is going to stop in next week. That'd too. be great. If you're super excited about disc golf, you can check out disc golf uh, putter and driver from your local library. Oh, you have, you yes, have the different we discs. Have, we have a putter and we have a driver. They are available for checkout. We have, I believe, three sets. So we've got six disc golf. So if you'd like to go disc golfing with your friends after you were inspired by the Heston College team, you can come and check it out. I'm cool. going to have to watch a YouTube about the difference between those two games now. Yeah, but. you might. Okay, guys, okay. what a what a wonderful, wonderful day we've had. This is this is our 28th episode. Man. Unbelievable. That means we're only two away from 30. And we're only two away from 30. And we've and got, 12 uh, we have away a from lot, 40. And we have a lot of des- dedicated listeners. I just ran into one as I was walking in, and Rachel McMaster said, must be podcast time. Oh, I never miss. So that's awesome. She's there, and I told her we're going to give her a shout-out. So big shout-out to all the people who came today, our longtime listeners. Thanks to them. This has been the Weekly Locker H Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying we'll talk to you guys next week.